Welcome in to another episode of the Football Monsters Podcast with your host, Caleb. I got my boy, Devin. I got the deucer on the line. What's up, my dudes? How's it going, gentlemen? Yo, yo, big deuce in the building. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Guys, we're going to have so much fun. We got some monster guys we're going to talk about later. We're also going to kind of wrap up some of our hitters and quitters that we weren't able to get to previous episode. Let's just go ahead and jump into that. All right, because we were talking a little bit about this, and we got to get some of this stuff on here because it's getting a little crazy out there. So let's go ahead and get one of these going. Caleb. Overrated or underrated? Who are you doing? I'm going to go ahead and go with the underrated here, and I'm going to go T-Law in Jacksonville. Oh. Uh, if, you, if you look at his last few games, as Devin said, he's playing like Peyton Manning. <laughs> <laughs> he is. If you look at some of his stats, I mean, he's throwing pretty much consistently over 230 within these past games. He has a six to one touchdown to interception ratio right mm-hmm. now, which is absolutely nuts. And he made the Chargers look goofy. He well, made them look like they were playing a college team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they also couldn't stay healthy on the field either to, play, to do much about oh, it. But yeah, <laughs> and they couldn't. But I mean, if you look at his threats too, right now you've got Christian Kirk and then Marvin Marvin Jones and Zay Jones right now. Yeah, yeah. who are playing phenomenally. Yeah. You always have the backup is James Robinson mm-hmm. if he wants to run the ball. And I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have an absolutely nuts season based on these first couple games. So, yeah, it's definitely interesting. Um, you know, Devin, Doug Peterson coming in, we all knew Urban Meyer was a, we don't even know why that happened. Oh, like, yeah. we were, none of us are going to ever understand the hiring. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> As a Colts fan, I loved it. I mean, <laughs> It was the biggest joke I've ever seen in my life. But yeah. but Doug Peterson coming in, I mean, he's really kind of settled this team down. And and I think it's just really made a huge impact on Trevor Lawrence. So do you agree, rest of the season, Trevor Lawrence going to be a number one? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I'm i really liking him. Um, unfortunately, I got to watch him kind of, you know, split through the ND defense. Um, which it seems like everyone can do that. Um, but he, he, he's just, he's looking very solid. He, he's going through his reads. Well, um, he's not making, you know, those bad, you know, rush decisions like he was last year. Um, mm-hmm. I think one of the things that really benefits him too, you know, we talked about the big weapons that he has at receiver and, you know, obviously he has James Robinson handed off to, but I mean, already, you know, he's, uh, targeted ETN 10 times this year for eight receptions and 81 yards. So, I mean, not anything great, but I think that's a uh, rapport that's already there and it's going to continue to grow as that season goes on. And that's going to open up even more of that passing for him as well. Yeah, man. I mean, it is kind of surprising to see Jacksonville playing this well, but I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I, I, we all knew what Trevor Lawrence was coming into the league. I think the biggest shocker for me was the fact that Christian Kirk, we were all making fun of like, dude, why the heck did they give him a four-year, almost $80 million contract? Like, he's not going to be able to live up to that. And guess what he's doing? He's doing it. <laughs> he's making it happen. So it's very interesting. So I love it, Deucer. That's a good one. Devin, passing it to you, brother. What you All got? All right. Uh, 
Man, um, I'm going to kind of go on a um, under as well. Okay. Um, granted, he's he's starting to perform a little better the past couple weeks, um, and I think a lot of people, you know, still with Jacoby Brissett being his quarterback. Um, aren't really, you know, seeing he's still not quite in the top 10. So that's why I'm still going to say a little under for him, mm-hmm. but Amari Cooper. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's finally really starting to shine in that offense. I mean, obviously we know Chubb can command a defense too, um, but he's really starting to shine, you know, 101 yards the past two weeks, a touchdown in both of the games, uh, you know, compared to the 17 yards in week one. And the thing is, even though his rapport with, you know, Brissett's going to get a little better, once he has Watson throwing to him, that that's a scary man right there. Like that's going to be a scary duo. And I just, I I'm really high on Cooper and you know, obviously with these past two weeks, it's going to be hard, but you know, if you can go out and buy him, I think I uh, definitely want to get him while you can. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, Amari Cooper, I was pretty high on, you know, before the whole Watson thing was kind of going to take place. I mean, we knew it was going to take place, but just we didn't know how for how long. But I thought him and Jacoby were, were going to really make it work. And week one, I was kind of getting really nervous. It looks really, really, really bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the last two weeks has really picked up. So, Deucer, you think Amari Cooper will be able to improve as a number one? Because I think he's, what, 13, 12 or 13. He's like right there on the cusp. Yeah. You know, um, do you think he could, let's just say, can he finish in the top five? I think he has a very, very good chance to. I 100% do. These past couple games versus the Jets and the Steelers as well, he had amazing performances. I mean, absolutely amazing performances. Mm-hmm. Averaging 11.2 yards versus the Jets, averaging 14.4 against the Steelers. I think if he's going to continue on this pace that he's going at, yeah, 100%. And like you guys were saying, once Watson's back in the game, it's only going to get better. It's only going to get better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. All right, boys. I'm going to go with an overrated guy. And, and Devin, you might, you might love this one. <laughs> or you might hate it. I don't know. We'll, we'll just see. <laughs> because let's just say he didn't do it with you guys last year. But I'm going to go Carson Wentz as my overrated guy. And, and here's why. I mean, believe it or not, guys, this, this dude, he is fifth at the quarterback position right now. I I mean, I'm I'm kind of shocked. He's got 67 points on the season. He's got a 63 passing percentage. Okay. Seven touchdowns and three interceptions. The thing that the thing that bothers me though, and, th- and this is why I think he's going to regress. Okay. If you look at just his passing stats, not bad. Okay. Even his rushing. All right. He's got some rushing yards in there. I like it. No touchdowns, but 11 attempts, 57 yards. Hey, man, that's better than Patrick Mahomes right now, believe it or not. So, not bad. But he's been sacked 15 times. (laughs) That's the wince we know. (laughs) He's been sacked 15 times, guys. And, like, I just sit here. I mean, seriously, if you're looking at the top 12 quarterbacks, there's one other guy in the top 12 that's been sacked 15 times. And, unfortunately, that's Joe Burrow. (laughs) <laughs> who apparently also fixed all their offensive line issues yeah, last season. Their offensive but, line is great. <laughs> but we don't need to get into that. But there is no stinking way if we go through the rest of the season that Carson Wins is going to finish in the top 12. There's just no way. Again, sacked 15 times. I mean, I, I, the report to me, I look at Scary Terry, and I mean, he's actually scary this year. Like, I don't know. I mean, he wasn't on any of my draft boards. It made me very nervous. And he's just not having a great season. I just 
uh, man, I just can't see any way that he'll be able to sustain this at all. So, Devin, what's your thoughts on uh, your former boy, Carson Wentz? Yeah, um, you say, you know, he didn't do this for Indy. Um, and, And while he was not quarterback, you know, five or six or anything with Indy, no. But the two interceptions, the one interception, one fumble, and then the two fumbles with one fumble lost between the three weeks... That's exactly what he did at Indy. That's exactly <laughs> why we wanted rid of him. Yeah. And that's the Carson Wentz we know and love. You know, like, um, he's just, I, I was high on him last year. You know that. Um, I thought coming behind a better offensive line, having the weapons that he was going to have, that, you know, he was going to be able to really step back into it. Didn't happen. We even talked about it, you know, maybe getting away from not just the Eagles, but even away from Frank Reich. So he had no rapport with any of any coach or anything, mm-hmm. kind of a fresh start. And right. I think that's why he's been able to look a little better. You know, he kind of had something there. But at the same point in time, he's still holding on to the ball too long. It's always been his issue and it's causing him to get hit. And it's it's like as he's getting hit more and more, it's like we're starting to see him question things more. And that's why he's holding on to it, getting sacked more. What I think this last week was the majority of a sack. Yeah. Nine times this past week. Um, so I mean, and what two fumbles on that? It's just, it's just a constant thing with him. He starts getting into his head and it's just going to be a steady decline that we're going to just keep seeing from him. Yeah, I agree. Do sir. What do you think on that one? Uh, yeah, I think he's completely overrated right now. Uh, I, I saw how he performed at Philadelphia and I thought he was, he looked like an amazing quarterback until the very end of that. Went and played a season at Indy, absolutely horrific. And is he pr- playing better in Washington than he did in Indy? Potentially, potentially <laughs> through these first couple games. But again, I mean, you got to look at how many times, again, he got sacked last week. And yeah. that was against a Philadelphia defense. He's facing the Cowboys this week, mm-hmm. who top tier defense. So it's going to be hard for him to even perform within this next week. So if you have him, don't start him, please don't start him. Yeah, no, I mean, that's the thing is you look at just his games coming up. He's got the Cowboys this week. Next week, he's got the Titans. Then he's got the bears. Keep in mind, like I am not high on the bears, but the bears defense actually does look really good this year. He's got the Packers after that. Oh, he's also coming back to play in the Colts, which mm-hmm. Fun game in Indianapolis, so that'll be interesting. And then he's playing the Vikings. That's as far as I'm going to look. But I mean, you know, he's going to have to play the Cowboys again, and he's got to play the Giants. And the Giants' defense hasn't been terrible. I just there's no way for me. There's nothing on this that says he's going to continue to be a top five quarterback in fantasy. <laughs> One thing I'm looking at here. I was just curious. In Indy last year, he had 516 pass attempts. And I was looking at his numbers and I felt like he was kind of high already. Right now he's got 130 already, which is on pace for 736 pass attempts this year. Oh, wow. So, I mean, if he can keep that average up, that's the only thing that might allow him to keep a high fantasy score. Right. It's just the fact that he's constantly airing it out. But like, I just, yeah, I just don't think he's the guy. (laughs) Yeah, I, I agree with you. I just, there's, there's no chance for me. But all right, guys, let's go ahead and jump into our monster guys. So guys, just a reminder for all of our listeners out there, our monster guys, we're really kind of looking at those back end running back twos, wide receiver twos, even some quarterback twos um, that we feel like are going to come and have just a monster week. Um, They could even be flex options. So just as an example, I'll just throw, throw mine out there. 
So currently, right now, he is wide receiver 27 on the season. So he is outside that number two, which would be in the top 24. That's going to be Michael Pittman for me. All right. I think Michael Pittman coming in this week, playing the Titans, Titans have definitely given up their fair share of yards through the air and and passing touchdowns. So I think Matt Ryan's going to be able to figure some stuff out. He's still growing in this offense. Um, keep in mind, like if you're looking at these quarterbacks that have gone to new teams this year, they've all kind of struggled. I think Matt Ryan does have the best opportunity because I feel like he's He's still, he just has age on his side that's going to be able to get him mentally through a lot of this. And I think Michael Pittman is the best option outside of Jonathan Taylor on this team. But this week, I think Jonathan Taylor is going to get his fair share of running rushes. And then that's going to open up that passing game that they've been kind of, that play action game that they've really been needing to, to be doing. So I think Michael Pittman is going to have a huge week this week. Caleb, what do you think? I'm going to go ahead and say Chris Olave from the Saints. Chris Olave. Uh, are, yeah, so they're playing the Vikings this uh, this week, mm-hmm. and he is ranked um, number twenty seven right now. So he's he's averaging a little bit below ten points a game. He's at eight point nine, but with the upward trend that he's going on right now, it's I feel like it is going to be a very good game for him against the Vikings defense. So. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one a lot. All right, Devin, you told yeah. me you told me you got one and a surprise. I got one and a surprise. Okay, here. so we got we got uh, two coming from the from the Devin. Yeah. So my first one, it's surprising that this is even a guy that like I can say is not in the top five, top ten at least. Um, but he's sitting at running back thirty one right now, and that's Javante Williams. Um, he's got, he's got a good matchup here against the Raiders who are Owen three haven't really been able to stop much of anything this year. Uh, so I, I think that's going to really help him. The thing that's really hurt him so far is, you know, week one, he had that end zone fumble and that's the only time he's even seen the end zone. So I think this week we see one, if not two touchdowns out of him and a hundred plus yard game. I just, I, I think he's just going to be able to finally, you know, be able to click the offense is, you know, Russ and them are going to have to get something going. Um, he might even have one of those by air, you know, week one, he was, he had 12 targets, had 11 uh, receptions. Um, I think he's going to get back involved in that uh, receiving game. And I think that's really where Russ is going to finally start finding some confidence again. And Javante is going to, you know, get back to that Javante. We expected him to be. That's great, man. When you, when you said, you know, what's been holding him back. I thought you were going to say Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> no. So my, uh, my, surprise here for you guys is uh is a a, an individual who has not played a snap yet this season okay wait okay okay so he hasn't played at all hasn't played at all okay injured in the preseason he's He's, coming back here and and it's it's going to be a big game for him was he shot no he was not shot but man man, i'm ready for that one to be back can i take a (laughs) guess real quick Who, who, who are you guessing does he have something to like about moms? Ma, lucky there. <laughs> so we got a smart guy. We, we, we do have the uh, oh, the boy. adulterer here. Oh my gosh! <laughs> we we I've got Zach Wilson. Oh. I uh, it, Pittsburgh's <laughs> defense, especially without T.J. Watt, is not Pittsburgh's defense. That's, yep. Like that's just all there is to it. It's given so much more time for a quarterback. You know, in the pocket, there he's not getting that constant rush. Um. 
the Jets wide receivers have been looking really good. Corey Davis has had some big plays. Um, obviously, we know Garrett Wilson has been phenomenal. Um, Elijah Moore has had, you know, a little bit here and there, but like him and Wilson and Moore had a great connection. So I, I look to see, you know, both of those have a good game here. Um, but just seeing him come back, he's going to want to show something. He's got this going. Brees Hall is finally starting to churn for him. You know, they've officially, it looks like that split is going more Hall's way than Carter's way. And I just, I just should. think Zach Wilson, it should agree. <laughs> and I just think, I think Zach Wilson's going to come out and he's going to surprise everyone and have a huge game. Wow. You know what? I mean, do sir, I don't know how surprised you are, but I'm, I am a little surprised at that, at that one. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. hope it works out for you, but, but uh, I mean, I'm definitely, I definitely would be shocked. Um, but I would also be happy because I, I do like Zach Wilson. I think he's a very talented quarterback, you know, mom or no mom. Um, but you know, for me, it's, uh, it's his first week back, man. <laughs> I think it might, I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll make, I'll, I'll make it more interesting. Right, Everyone knows Everyone knows I hate the Chiefs, right? Yeah. If Zach Wilson does not score over 20 points fantasy this week, okay, I will go out and buy a Chiefs shirt and wear it for an entire day out in public. Oh man, we'll have to get pictures then, right? Uh, yeah, pictures. I'll put them on. I'll put them on our Twitter. Me yeah. supporting the Chiefs. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. <laughs> I gotta say something here a little bit. Okay. I'm gonna say if Zach Wilson. Has the mom in the stands? He's getting twenty five <laughs> points or more. <laughs> um. Okay. So, all right, Devin. He has uh, to play over two quarters of the game. Okay. Okay. Well, I was gonna say he has. To, he'll have to play a full full game. I'll just okay, give you the full okay, game. We'll say yeah. a full game. Full if he's, game. If he's, okay. Yeah. If he gets hurt in, at any point, it kind of negates whatever is going to take place because okay. he's just not going to be able to to match okay. that. So that's fair. I'll give you that. So if he scores at least 20 points, all right, you're going to go buy a Chiefs shirt and wear that around town and basically support Chiefs, which is Ugh, that's going to really hurt you. Want to throw up. <laughs> yeah, that that's really going to I know that for a fact that's going to hurt you. And then apparently Caleb's looking for his, the mom. So, um mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done with that. I will I will definitely take that bet and because I get nothing out of that other than pleasure. So <laughs> cuz I'm not going to go buy a chief shirt by any means. So let us know. Let us know about your monster guys. Is Devin crazy for trying to think that Zach Wilson's going to come out his first week back and have a huge game? Let us know your thoughts. You can find us at the monsters fb on all of our social media pages don't forget that sunday morning you come hang out with devin you can chat with him about start sits he'll be on there at about 10 a.m ish maybe 10 between 10 and 11 he'll be on there answer all your questions you can also come and make fun of him because he thinks zach wilson's gonna score 20 points this week so (laughs) thanks again guys for listening to another episode of the football monsters podcast and we will catch you next time you guys see ya